Good evening, Westside. So good to be here with you. I really appreciate the opportunity from the elders to give me this. Uh, you probably saw just a second ago, I tried to make a quick exit and skip, but uh, Tommy kicked me right back in here. So he said, get in here and get to the business. So I'm gonna do that. And then uh, he's asking me if I need the lapel mic. And I said, well, better not do that because I don't wanna move around because I want this to stand on because I'm gonna put new hand holes in it right here. <laughs> Anyway, tonight I want to talk to, whenever you're preparing a lesson, you usually like to do one, or at least I do, that is gonna be one at least that is relevant to something I'm going through or someone I know close is, or something that makes it relevant to the situation. So tonight's lesson, I know that at least one person here is gonna get something out of that. So tonight we're gonna to talk about discouragement. I'm sure that none of you ever have that in your life. The bad truth of it is, is know that everyone faces that in their life. That's something that we're going to come in to do. It's not if it's going to happen, it's when it's going to happen. And the question we all have is how are we going to handle that? What are we going to do to take discouragement and put it in its place? Uh, what I wanted to do first is take a look at what is the definition of discouragement is a loss of confidence or enthusiasm, dispiritedness. When you think of it, this is one of Satan's great tools. If he can get us to lose our confidence, to lose our enthusiasm, and to lose our spirit, he's won the battle. So that's why that we have to do our best to take care of discouragement and get it away from us. It's not that we're not going to face it, it's how we're going to face it, it's what we need to look at. Courage is the word that is the root word in discouragement. Courage is mental or moral strength to venture, persevere, and withstand danger, fear, and difficulty. We need to have that courage. In discouragement, there's a prefix at the beginning, which is the DIS. We need to remove that put on the new prefix of EN for encourage. And that's the only way that we can get through discouragement is encouragement from around us and most definitely always from the Bible. Whenever we think of discouragement, what's it do to us? It's a thief. It steals from us. It takes our time. It takes our joy and it takes our energy away from us to allow up the things we could be doing that would help those around us. So discouragement is something that is a avenue that Satan uses to sneak his way into our life. Because it is kind of uh, something that, if we leave it unchecked, it's something that's gonna lead to despair, depression, and it brings both physical and uh, mental health but the main thing that hurts is their spiritual health in the end. And that's where we have to really be on guard to take care of that. Whenever I look for encouragement, I don't have to look very far because when I look out in the audience, I see all kinds of those that help me. When I think of Miss Kim and Mr. Todd, how the, what they faced the last few years and the encouragement they are to me that they are here whenever possible they're doing work, they're doing the things, and that's an encouragement to me. When I think of Mr. Pettit, 
He's been through so much, but he's always here. He's always ready to give counsel. He's got a smile for you, and he is a rock. And that's what it just that encouraged me so much, and I really dearly love him. When I think of Mr. Wayne, he is just amazing in the way that he studies the Bible, and I just enjoy any opportunity I have to be around him. The thing that he does is that you have to think of it that going through a major surgery and then it seemed like in less than two weeks he was up here giving a lesson. That's amazing to me. And that's a great encouragement to me that he put those, God's work way above anything that was bothering him. And we need to do that. Miss Velda this morning, what a blessing that was. That was just amazing. And I think each one of us have a tender place in our heart for Velda and we love her dearly. And that meant so much. She encouraged us, I think, this morning, and it just was great to see. I really appreciate that. The thing, though, that I have always had in my life, because there's many of you that do, did know her, but one that was so near and dear to me was Miss Annette. She had the best spirit, the always encouraging, always had a smile, and always wanted to know what she could do for you. She was going through so much, it didn't matter. She cared about you and the love she had. It's a great thing that we have people like that in our life that we can look to. Whenever we have times of despair and discouragement, we can look to that to get us through. There's people that's went through worse, but they're still serving, and we can do that. The situation that I wanted to look at was, uh, it was touched on... <laughs> Jeremy said to get up here and tell a joke if I could, but I, I'm not good at that. But the only one I can think of is a couple of weeks ago, we had a Wednesday night lesson, and our resident stand-up comedian was teaching the lesson. And I'll never look at ma uh, macaroni and cheese again the same. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> but he, that's something, if, uh, if you haven't seen it, you need to look it up online because he does terrific in his lessons and I really appreciate him and all he does for us and that's a great encouragement to see the teachers we have here at Westside and the way they do and then uh, Brother Tom it's been phenomenal and uh, all your Sunday morning lessons and the lesson this morning I appreciate you so much again that's an encouragement so you can see we don't have to look far here at the Westside family to find encouragement but it's still going to come Think of in when you, you read in Matthew 26 and in uh, Luke 22 about Jesus. I'm not saying that he was discouraged, but I say that he, I'm saying that he had a lot of discouraging situations. Think of it. The Pharisees, ones that should know the law, should uh, be leaders, should be looking for prophecies and fulfillment of prophecies, and what do they do? That, that's his worst enemies. That's the ones looking for him to try to put him to death. Think of when that he had his closest friends ask him just to watch for just a moment. And they came back three times and they had fell asleep on him. Think of having one that you, is your rock, Peter, and he denies you. Think of knowing that someone is going to betray you. But worst of all, think that you're knowing that you've got to go face a most horrible death, you're going to be beaten, you're going to be tortured, you're going to face the uh, death that is just beyond description, 
And what does he say? In uh, Luke twenty-two forty-two, 42, he says, saying, Father, if you're willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. For us, those are times of great discouragement. But for Jesus, that wasn't discouraging. He used them for an encouraging moments to teach and help us through the things we need to do. So we need to do that. Look for encouragement in discouragement. In Isaiah 42, 4, talking about Jesus, he shall not fail nor be discouraged till he have set judgment in the earth and the owls shall wait for his law. Another example we can look to is Paul, how that he faced so much in his life. He was beaten, he was stoned, thrown into prison, and in 2 Corinthians 12.10, Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For why, when I am weak, then I am I strong. After going through all these things, he was the stalwart. And um, like Brother Tom said this morning, that what would we have without Paul's lessons we have his, that we go through and need to teach us? Think of how he encouraged Timothy. And um, he tells Timothy, stay true to the word, preach the word in season and out of season, keep yourself pure, protect your conscience and your reputation. Going on, he says, wage the good warfare, having faith and a good conscience. Exercise yourself toward godliness. Be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. And then give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Meditate on these things. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. What wonderful uh, advice that we have in our life if we would just do those things. Things that we could allow us to become a stronger Christian. In uh, the Bible, though, there's many uh, things that talk about discouragement. I just have a few verses I just wanted to go through quickly with you tonight. Deuteronomy 1.21 Behold, the Lord thy God hath set the land before thee. Go up and possess it, as the Lord God of thy fathers hath said unto thee, Fear not, neither be discouraged. Whenever God is with us, we need to not be discouraged because we'll have someone having our back. Here at Westside, we have a family that has always got your back. They're always there to help. They're always wanting to lead and to do whatever they can for you, and we need to take advantage of that to defeat discouragement when it comes. If you continue in Deuteronomy, go to chapter 31, verse 8. And the Lord, he is that doth go before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither ye be dismayed or discouraged. Do you believe that? Do you believe that the Lord is on your side and will never fail you? I truly believe that, and I believe all of you do. 
why, that's why we're all here tonight, because we want to increase our knowledge to encourage those that are speaking. I really appreciate Preston in a great way that he leads singing. I, that's, uh, I was sitting there and just thinking that uh, it's amazing how that his voice, and I really appreciate that so much. There's so many we have great song leaders, and the way that they lead the singing, we have in the auditorium, uh, the sound is just amazing. I really appreciate them and the effort they put into it. And that, those type things help us so much if we let that be an encouragement to us when we have people that are willing to do those things. I know that for me that I have to try to push myself to step out of my comfort zone because uh, by my true nature, I'm just quiet. I just don't say very much and that's just who I am. But I try to do what I can do and try to do more. And I think that's the thing that we can all do if we'll just set our minds to it, try to figure out something that we can increase and do more for the church. Because God has given us talents. We may not even know what they are yet. We just need to find those and then put them to work. If we continue reading in Joshua, chapter 1, verse 9. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, neither be thou dismayed or discouraged, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whether thou goest. God is always with us and is really willing to help us through any situation. The thing that we have to do is be willing to ask him for help. Talk to God in prayer. Put those things that are heavy on your heart and give them to him. Let him help you through these times. He will give you the counsel that you need. If not, he will lead you to the people that can help you at that time. That may not be uh, what you think that you need. Because sometimes the discouragement we have is because of our own selfishness that we have. Because if you think of it, discouragement is something that's selfish in nature. Because if we are discouraged, that means something didn't go my way something that I wanted didn't happen or something that I thought would have been better if it went the way that I wanted it to. They, we need to realize that discouragement is something that we need to help, have help with and lean upon uh, the Lord completely, but lean upon your family as well too because they're helping you so much. In uh, Psalms 34:18, the Lord, the Lord is nigh unto them that are a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a or crushed in spirit or discouraged. When you're discouraged, it is weighs heavy upon you. It can cause you to lose your focus. It causes you to take your eyes off of the goal. The examples that we had uh, at the beginning showed that keeping your eye on the goal is the only way to get through the heavy things that you have to face in this life. The young people are a great encouragement to me in the fact that they're here 
that are striving to grow, but they go through so much and so many things in their life, so much peer pressure, so many things they face. And but with them and the example they set, I really appreciate each and every one of them. And I want us as a congregation to lift them up and strive to do what we can to help them continue to grow because the young people are the ones that give us energy, or give me energy anyway, for sure. Well, trying to keep up with Andrew, especially so. In uh, Luke 18, verse one, and he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought to always pray and not to be discouraged. Jeremy's lessons on prayer have been a great, a great help to me. The prayer life is something that I'm very lacking on and I need to help and that's why that, uh, his lessons are helping in a way that try to get me to take the moments. Even when I'm driving to a job site or something, I can take the moments to pray. It's just whenever you want to have the moments you can have, wherever you can find them at, take those moments. Talk to God. Let him know what's going on in your life so that you can get that release. If we just keep things bottled up in this, it really hurts us physically. It hurts us mentally. But it allows that we're trying to shut God out. We can never do that. We always have to be open and have our heart open to God. And with prayer is the only way that we are allowing him to hear our things. He knows, but we need to tell him. In 2 Corinthians 4.16, For what cause we dismay, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. The harsh truth of life is that each of us are getting older things become harder, there's more aches that weren't there before, there's a pain that wasn't there before, but we can continue to get stronger in the faith. Never let those things be an excuse to pull you away from becoming a better Christian because we can all grow. I think that, uh, I believe his brother Tom in one of his lessons was talking about how that we can never know enough we always need to uh, search the scripture to continue to grow. Because if we think we've grown, we're deceiving ourselves. If we know it all, we've deceived, deceived ourselves. I know that's not word for word, but it's similar to the idea that he's talking about. I just know that there's so much I need to know and so much I need to learn. I really appreciate each and every one of you and the fact that you encouraged me for that. I think that here at Westside that we have the best elders in the fact that if you see the tenderheartedness of each one of them, how that they care so deeply for each and every one of us, and they want each and every one of us to have that joyous home. I know that uh, this past week has been a hard week for many of you in the audience, but it's a joy too, though, to know that our beloved Grace had her reward, and she was an encouragement because of her life. And I, I just, I didn't get to know her that long, but I know that those few moments I get to that, I always remember that smile that I'll see that she turned around to look at me every morning to come in. That I'll never forget that, and I won't because she is just there with me always. Those type things are things we need to 
realize will come to us, but we need to be ready. We need to have our uh, life ordered in a way that is pleasing to God. In Ephesians, Three, thirteen through 14. Sorry, I lost my place. Wherefore, I desire that you be not dismayed at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. For this cause I bow my knee unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Again, we see how that in, even in troubles that don't feel down, Look for a way to lift up and be that you desire that uh, have a joy in those times and bend your knee and bow to the Father to help you through these times. In 2 Thessalonians 3.31, or 3.13, excuse me. But ye, brethren, be not weary in well-doing, or be discouraged in well-doing. The world may look at you that you're not doing the right things, but don't get fr uh, frightened from that. Continue to fight the good fight. Do it the Lord's way. Be part of the Lord's army that's always willing to stand up for what's right. The world may say that things have changed, so we need to change. And that's the biggest falsehood and one of Satan's greatest things he's trying to do for all of us, especially our young people, is to trying to get them to think that the old way is not the right way. The God's way is the only way, and that's why we have to stay true to that through his son Jesus. In, uh, there's many others that I could go to. But whenever you, uh, I want you to turn to Matthew 22, 37 through 39. Matthew 22, 37 through 39. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Whenever we think of it, we need to be loving God we need, because he loves us and because we love you. We love each and every one that's not found the way to um, be part of God's kingdom. There's many here that are wonderful teachers, and they are willing to have a Bible study with anyone at any time. We need to be able to be open to that. Allow our minds and hearts to see that there's an opportunity. We don't have to do it ourselves because we've got eight, there's so many here that will help you. I know that there's been many times that I've missed opportunities and I feel like that that is one of the things that discouragement does to you, that it causes you to lose opportunities. Unfortunately, that's something I'll have to answer for one day. But I need to make amends and try to do better so that I can be ready to not have that in my life 
of something that I feel like that I've let someone down because whenever you don't proclaim the gospel to someone, you've really let them down. You've uh, lost your way because you've forgot your purpose. Your purpose is to serve God, bringing others to him. I know that this lesson is one talking about discouragement, but really it's one of encouragement. I'm looking for encouragement from each of you in the way that you continue on doing what you're doing to bring others to Christ. We can have those things. If there's been things in your life that's pulled you away, then you need to make those right and come back. If for some reason you believe and you've heard, but you've been discouraged from accepting, confessing and repenting and being baptized, we're gonna have an opportunity to do that too. If there's any response of any, if anything that you need in any way, just realize that we are here and want you to come and be with us. And we can do that as we stand and sing. <laughs>